sage when you walked in Cause I have no idea where you've been What kind of energy you conjuring What kind of spells you be casting I lit a sage when you walked in Cause I have no idea where you've been What kind of energy you conjuring What kind of spells you be casting Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Choosing Queers, a boozy podcast about black queer life. I'm Ishoke and I'm moderately sweaty. I'm Kiria and I am oozing sex out my pores. No, that's dumb. Why did I say that? Go on. It's fine. It's, <laughs> I mean, that can be a real thing that's really happening. Okay. Um, we have missed y'all so much. We're so much. So sorry that we've been gone so long. As a, the late great Aaliyah would say, uh, we shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> and we're sorry. Wow. Um, but while we've been gone, you guys have been leaving us reviews, which is really magical. And I just want to like read them for you. Um, the first is from Peter Q. Mason, and it just says, y'all are wonderful, and it's titled Great Five Stars. And, you know, as five-star girls, <laughs> we really appreciate that. Thanks, Peter. Um, and then the next one is from, I actually don't know how to pronounce this, Eichelstein? I have. I don't know. But... The title is Queer POC Gem, Another Five Stars, and it reads, This podcast is outrageously wonderful and provides representation within the queer community that isn't seen enough. 10 out of 10 would recommend listening and following these beautiful humans on Insta and Twitter. We appreciate you. Oh, thank you. And sorry that we didn't know how to pronounce your name. You can tweet us uh, and tell us how to say it phonetically. Please. (laughs) Because... I'm a stickler about names. <laughs> so we are not going to jump into a check-in and all that. This is just a shorty right here. This is a shorty to say that we have been gone. What are we doing? What's going on? A little update for you. Or as they say in Paris, an apéritif. <laughs> um, we promised that we would say it that bougie every time. So you're welcome. Um, and so, um, though I do want you to know that my pronouns are she, her, hers, or femme if you nasty. Ew. And we've been away dealing with life like graduations from graduate schools that are oppressive and awful, mm-hmm. like moving from our childhood homes because gentrification is the worst, mm-hmm. like cohabitating either for a new time or for a long time, like planning a wedding because we're subscribing to the homonormative superstructure that's me it's me i'm talking about me um and working on the show of course we're cooking up scheming and dreaming like mad scientists we can't tell you exactly what it is because we'd have to kill you um but we do want you to know that we have really exciting dreams and visions for season three it's going to be some really special things some shifts and changes you'll notice it's going to be different but in order for that to happen in order to bring you this new dream we are going to start asking you for support 
Um, we will be starting a Patreon, which many of you may know about, and we will share more specifics about that later when it's more official, and we'll tell you how to get involved and what you'll get back from us for that. But in the meantime, there are other ways you can support this podcast. So first, follow us on Twitter. Um, our handle is cheers, the letter N, queers. Um, and you can use the hashtag Cheers and Queers to follow the conversation um, and then the hashtag pod in to let other people know that you're listening to our podcast. Um, so let us know what you're drinking while you listen. Talk to other queers about the podcast and what you're thinking and what you're feeling. Um, the other way is to review us. Reviews on Apple Podcasts really are helpful they're really helpful um they help other people find the podcast it helps the listeners of podcasts that have content similar to ours find us mm -hmm. um because you know i'm not a social media genius Me but neither. apple is um so they they've got this like really cute algorithm but it only works if people engage with the content yep um so let the people know why you're into the podcast. If you're a media person, share us on your listicle or whatever. Uh, you know, it's Pride Month. And thank you for those who have. It's been really nice to like suddenly be reading a thing and say like, oh, wait, I know that podcast. That's me. That's me. That's hey, me. That's well. Me. Um, so much love to all the people who've been like, cheers and queers is gay. Um, and <laughs> if that's you, if you're writing a thing about how to be gay 365, stick us on the list. Or and, and black. We're also black. Yes. And we like drinking. Those three things. Yeah. That's really what we do here. Yep. <laughs> um, so like Kiria said, we're going to be asking for your support via Patreon. But if you want to, like, throw us your coins now, um, we'll list our cash shops and Venmos in the show notes because we're going to be doing some stuff. Yep. Traveling and inviting smart people to come and join and yada, yada. It's going to be great and worth your money. That takes coins. For the rest of the summer, in the meantime, we will be having some legit TBT episodes. One is from earlier in 2019, and one is actually from all the way back, summer 2018. Mm -hmm. um, they're incredible guests, like really amazing. Why we haven't put them out yet, who knows? Um, <laughs> it's because editing is hard, y'all. Yes, yes. um, and I'm a perfectionist. <laughs> it's, it's my fault. It's me. But it's anyways... Okay. Um, these are great episodes. They're great humans. Um, they said so much that we were, were just, you know, wanted to save the best for last. So can't wait to share that with you. And then we're going to have some really great um, season three coming out around September. Indeed. So right now, what are we doing? We drinking. Yes. I'm drinking. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is, as we said, an ap uh, wait, now you say it. Aperitif. Aperitif. <laughs> and what is our drink of the day? So we are both on alcohol buying bans because both of us have a ton of alcohol in the house from various uh, functions. Yep. So we needed to make something that was using the ingredients that we had at home. Um, and so, you know, when we're talking about this episode, we're talking about like, what can we do? That's something to like whet the appetite. Um, 
you know, Kiri came up with like, okay, let's 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 go for an imperative. Um, and so I spent some time on the Google machines, a figuring out what makes an imperative. So, um, and it's <laughs> it's a word I knew and didn't know what it meant. So that's where we started. <laughs> so it means a drink that is. Um, consumed before a meal in order to stimulate the appetite. Mm. And so usually it's like herbal, it's botanical, it's floral. It's got something to like legitimately wake up your stomach and be like, and now food. See, I knew that instinctually. I was like, that's exactly (laughs) what we need. I just knew it in my heart space. Um, And so it's not actually a thing that Americans enjoy a lot. Uh, We are taught to enjoy (laughs) sweet We're taught to enjoy uh, very sweet cocktails um, that are consumed like after dinner, mm-hmm. um, which are called digestives. Different. Oh, I like those also. Yeah. Um, I, I fell down a James Bond rabbit hole. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the drinks that Bond orders are. When are they going to have a queer black James Bond reboot? Because that would be amazing. You going to write that or? Um, I want to star in it. So okay. Cast me. Okay. Kira Chaper. <laughs> At gmail.com. <laughs> Go on. I just want to be a Bond girl, y'all. Like, I, it's literally been my dream since I was very small. Sounds like small. we have everything you need right here <laughs> in this booth. Don't tell my dad. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I was I was really excited to, like, fall into this, like, rabbit hole of, of cocktail-y things. Um, and I came up with this uh, riff on a recipe. Um, so, we're calling it the live-in lover. Because that's the situation that we got going on right now. Ain't um, nothing part-time about this shit. Not at all. <laughs> so we've got some Campari. Um, I don't love Aperol. It's a little too intense for me. Um, so I switched to Campari. Um, we've got an elderflower and rose lemonade. Um, tequila, because, you know, mm-hmm. summertime. Yep. And watermelon and seltzer. And some fresh watermelon just plopped in there. Make a little you know, fizz. Garnish. And, you know, you could switch it up and make it simpler. Like, what do you have at the house? Do you got some tequila? You got some seltzer? You got some club soda instead of seltzer? Mm-hmm. You got a little bitters, maybe. Or maybe you just have some, I don't Grapefruit know. Grapefruit juice. Yeah, just some, tequila just some fruit and juice. And bubbly water. Honestly, my friend the other day, she was like, let's have margaritas. And she put watermelon and lime in a blender and poured some tequila on it. It's delicious. <laughs> so we're talking about fruit and tequila, y'all. Fruit and tequila. And For bubbles, bu- if you got them. If you got them. It's a living lover. Um, hashtag, you got booze at home. <laughs> Drink it. Exactly. <laughs> um, so tell me about your living life, my friend. Uh, so I moved. Hey. In with my boo. Hey, boo. Congrats. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> um, so... That's been fun, integrating the pets, integrating our belongings, <laughs> building wardrobes and bookshelves. Um, and Cats just out here bitch slapping the dog sometimes. Sometimes it happens. It's literally <laughs> what happens. Um, and he, the dog is like, okay, well, I'll see you in a couple minutes. I'm a cat person, and cats are always the aggressors. I just, I think we need to acknowledge that. Yeah. It, he it's part just, of the charm. He just wants to be her friend, and she's like, I don't want you close to me. She's like, I hate everything about your existence, actually. Yeah. Um, But, you know, besides our reckless animals, and by reckless I mean animals that have inherited the anxious qualities of their owners, uh, 
It's actually been really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't lived with a partner in a very long time. Um, my partner also hasn't lived with a partner in a very long time. Mm. And so I think we both had some concerns around, like, mm-hmm. what's it going to be like? Um, but it's, A, it's nice to be like, we, we got food at home and we can go home and cook it. Mm. Like, this could be a, an activity that we do together or, like, one of us will cook and the other one is just like around and we'll unload the dishwasher. Um, it's nice. It's just nice to like have a whole human who you like actually love mm-hmm. and it's very different from roommates. Yes. Because that's a different For kind of relationship. All the reasons. <laughs> yes. Well, my partner and I have lived together for going on four years, but we've been together almost eight and we are getting married oh my gosh. like in a wedding oh my god which is so weird let me just tell you i'm a radical queer y'all i have all the critiques of the institution <laughs> of marriage that you do relax <laughs> sit down it was a choice that was initially made out of like hey if we're going to make another human being because also i want to procreate relax okay relax yes i'm a breeder shut up um I'm having an argument with myself. No one cares. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. But literally, <laughs> we've reached the point in our queer like circles that everybody's like, so let's talk about sperm donors. <laughs> literally. Um, so we if initially it was a practical decision and then we f- were like, oh, like there's a way that we can make this our own and be romantic. And then somebody's family interjected themselves. And so well. now we're having like an American wedding, which is so bizarre. and But it's, it's not a black ass house. It's going to be so black. <laughs> I'm really We're not excited. jumping the broom, but what? there are going to be ma- mahogany carved wooden statues okay, at, beside us as we say it, our Will vows. there be a broom? This is important. It's going to be a little more on the Afro than the black American. So okay. we're definitely going to have a witch. Um, I was like, as long Yoruba. as there's sand and salt water and, <laughs> yeah, you know, flour. there's going to be some candles. Yeah. Yeah, We're just going to mask it so the grandmothers don't have like a heart attack. <laughs> well. <laughs> but anyways, the point is, yes, cohabitation can be really sweet and hard and challenging. Some advice I will give you unsolicited latently to anyone else listening who's thinking about it. Something that actually my partner and I did that was advice by another friend um, was we approached it like any good organizer. And we, there was like chart papers and whatever. And we, actually for us, it was like notebook paper, but they did chart paper, which was like really laying out like what are our conditions for satisfaction in the homes that we live in, regardless of each other. Mm. Where do we meet? Where do we not meet? Where are the points where we need to compromise? And like laying that out really like blatantly. Like you don't have to like find out six months in that your partner doesn't wash a dish ever and like (laughs) hold that. You have to be like, Washing just is really important to me. How can we work with that? Yeah. If you're not into that or yeah. whatever. So I make that recommendation of like lay it all out, be really concrete, make a list, share the list. Mm-hmm. Even even if you've already moved in, I think it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And you can recheck on it. Yeah. I think something that was really helpful, um, my partner's therapist suggested a book nice. um, that had like this like list of questions. And mm. some of them were really mundane, like how much money do you spend on things that you identify as like creature comforts and how much money do you like, you know, like that's not a mundane question. That's a deep ass question. But it's like, it was, it was something that I was like, some of them were like, 
what makes a home feel like home for you? And mm. some of them were like, what do you have in your bedroom? Right. You know? Right. And talking that over with her was really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, A, because I'm, you know, still in the process of grieving my childhood home and so much. That's such a deep transition. Of how I, like, conceptualize home is is not a concept or a theory. It's real. It's like something that I have ha- have been able to touch um, for most of my life. And so, you know, getting to share with her, like, this is, this is what home feels like to me. Here's yeah. what home looks like and smells like. And the fact that she's been able to experience that, like, she's been to the house mm. um, and been to the garden and, like, well, you know. Good. So she's bringing that knowledge into yeah. this, like, new yeah. joining. That's and, great. like, she's like, mm, I don't get why you're really into plants, but let's make it work with the way that like the aesthetic is here. Mm. <laughs> you know, she's like your grandmother's roses. Cool. Fi- like, let's figure out how we can like propagate them and like grow them on our balcony. You know, nice. like it's like, it's really nice yeah. that we've taken the time to have those conversations so that as I'm like deep in my like bag of emotions, um, cause you know, it's not a hot girl summer if you're not securing the bag and also deep in your bag. Ooh. Um wait, unpack that. Okay. So hot girl summer. Oh my god, Megan the Stallion, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I'm getting too old for this shit. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> my knees can't do that no more. But I love you. Um and so like part of Hot Girl Summer is like, you know, securing the bag okay. right figuring out your funds making sure that you can you know you have access to your bag and you have access to whoever else's bag too mm-hmm. um but also being in your bag and like acknowledging that you're a whole person and you have feelings mm. and you get to feel those feelings and they're not always gonna be magical happy ah, we out here feelings like sometimes it's gonna be like absolutely mm, not yeah. nah girl I gotta stay home and like drink right. this champagne by myself because I am having a day right I would say yeah my favorite part of cohab like Steph and I are that's my partner we're both like very fiercely independent people who have decided to join in a partnership That's that sound real familiar it's really fascinating yep <laughs> yeah we can let's write a book about it um <laughs> Uh, so a lot of our cohabitation is actually really separate in some funny ways. Like we don't actually cook together. Um, huh. and we're like cool with that. Um, and we have, we don't watch the same TV and we're cool with that. And we do have different TV habits mm-hmm. and we just do a lot of different things. But for us, and it's funny cause I actually, I also have other thoughts about this, but we sleep in the same bed every night and I didn't realize how much I really like that, mm-hmm. that there's actually, there's just, and like, that's one of the most intimate times of our relationship. And it is just so consistent and regular. And like, that's the thing that I didn't realize I needed so much was like at least one thing to be really consistent and regular. Yeah, And, and, you know, it's complicated. Like I'm still non-monogamous and I travel, we have a dog and, you know, we aren't always in a good mood. I don't always feel physically good, but like sleeping in the same bed actually has been really good for us. However, mm-hmm. I also have a, had other knowledge of friends or whatever who have separate bedrooms. Yeah. I think that's sexy as fuck too. And yeah. I, I'm, I, 
I think for our relationship, the bed is actually like this space of joining for two independent people. But if you're in, if you're joined in other ways and then you sleep in separate beds, that's hot. Like find your independence when you live with someone. That's advice that I have. Yeah. Finding time that you do things that are you things. Right. Is so important. So yeah, I'm going to sew together like the two things that I'm saying, which is like find your independence and find your togetherness and be intentional about those. Don't assume that moving in together is now we're one (laughs) or I got to live on this side. You live on that side. It's Mm -hmm. like, how do you find, this is my time, my space. We used to have a thing where we would text each other on our way home to be like, I'm heading home in case you're like, you know, doing something (laughs) (laughs) or like, don't want to talk to me. And you can be like, Mm -hmm. that's great. Don't tell me um, what your day is like when you get home. Cause I don't have the space for it right now. We're not doing that right now. We have like different patterns, but yeah, I think, Everything intentional is the right way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that has been really relevatory for me is, is I've been, you know, a independent mm-hmm. person. That's right. Uh, for a long time. And, you know, my partner often describes herself as a feral cat, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> a, cause she's a Leo and B cause like she is such a cat. Like it's, hilarious um and we're both the nice thing so i'm a person who has a lot of trouble sleeping yeah same like a lot oh my god and so waking up in the night and just like often if i'm if i was sleeping alone like i often wake up at night and i'm like well i'm up so i might as well get up and do something Mm -hmm. and like and then i'm just up right right and i fuck up my sleep pattern forever yeah, um, I and wouldn't recommend up, that, but that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and waking up at night and like being in the bed with this other person, I just get to like, it's like time that I get to be with her. I get to watch mm. her be cute and sleepy. Um, you know, all the animals be in the bed sometime. <laughs> Depends how big your animal is. Let me tell you, my small dog takes up the entire bed. Yo, my 10 pound cat. That's a big ass cat. Be taking up the whole what do bed you feed your cat she's she used to be 14 pounds <laughs> holy she's, mackerel she's some sort of like coon clearly mix. um do you have you considered that you're living with a panther yes okay she, yes <laughs> <laughs> i have the scars to prove it <laughs> i love cats i am a cat person who has a dog i am not hating no shade um you know and and it's so nice to just be like this is my little family, mm. you know, like yep. me, the dog, the cat, my boo and the plants like in here yes. together. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm going to tell you about my plant real quick. Yes. So long story short, gardenias are my favorite flower. Has to do with my mom in San Francisco and yada, yada, yada. They grow plentiful on the West Coast. So you can buy them at any flower shop. No big deal. Whatever. East Coast, there ain't no nah. gardenias because it's cold out here in the winter. It, we just live in a different temperate yeah, zone. That makes sense. But like, it's sad for me, but it's fine. And then I realized like, oh, you can grow them, but they're like a difficult plant. And I was like, oh, I'm not a plant mom. Like, I don't have a green thumb. Like, I don't even know. Blah, blah, blah. Do I. And right. And then some shit went down and I was like, wait a minute. I done raised my whole ass self. If I can grow this beautiful flower, 
I can have a motherfucking gardenia. And I was walking past while I was having this moment, walking <laughs> past a fucking bodega where they are selling gardenias because it's New York and there's everything at a bodega. That's right. And I was like, I'm taking you home, beautiful. And I bought this gardenia flower and she is so lovely. And I learned things about her. First of all, she needs to be watered almost every day, just like I do. Um, <laughs> like constantly watered, constant water. She also likes coffee, just like I do. My plants do like coffee. And like as much direct sunlight as she can possibly stomach. And she's growing butts under my care. I literally had a dream where I was in danger. And then I transformed from myself into my gardenia plant. (laughs) So Freud need not comment. Well, I understand. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yes, plants. Yeah. I like recently discovered that a plant that I have is a sweet potato. Oh, what? I what did you think it was? It was a it was a vine. It's like you know, it's purple. Is purple it is my favorite color. Potatoes. It grows, and I was repotting. I was you know, my partner was, was asking me. Is there a sweet potato? It's a little sweet potato. Oh it's a little sweet potato under the vine. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> The ancestors. You're a whole ass farmer. <laughs> Mostly I was like, the ancestors been holding me down this whole time and wow. I didn't even know. Is it a purple sweet potato? No. So the the plant oh. is really young. Okay. So okay. The, it's not an edible anything not yet. yet. Um, it's just kind of like I'm making she's a making sound. A I'm making gesture. a shape. It's very cute. <laughs> with my body. Yeah. She's embodying a sweet potato. I see it. I smell yeah, it. Yeah, it's but it's very I small. Almost taste it. It's very, it look. it's like, it looks like a very chunky root, but I know it's a sweet potato. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. Such a beautiful. And so my partner was like, I don't know this plant. Like sometimes it's happy and sometimes it's not. It's fickle. Right. And I was like, no, we got to keep it. It's purple. I love it. It's beautiful. And now I'm like, oh, it's a sweet potato. And there's actual sweet potatoes like wow. under the dirt. That's I like brilliant. replanted them this morning. And I like I just held them for a little while because I was like, yeah, these little sweet potatoes. I rescued them. They right. were like outside. And plants respond to our vibrational energy. Yes. Like that's an actual. And thing. I like I plant my intentions in my oh, veering off into witch shit. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's, there's a precedent. People have listened. They know. I plant my intentions like in the pots. Mm-hmm. You know, I like write down like this is what I need. I put my hair in there. Oh shit! Um, yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Richie. I don't. I don't burn my hair as often as I used to. When mm. I was young, my grandmother, we collected all the hair and we either flushed it or we burned it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm in this really great um, Black and Indigenous witch group mm. on Facebook, and somebody was like, "Well, your hair is like whole, like especially if you have locks, they hold it holds a lot of like your history, your intention, your energy. Mm. If you want." to like grow something Mm. if you want something to like continue to manifest you put your hair in the plant and like intentionally water it intentionally feed it intentionally care for it oh and not only will your hair grow but like the the intention Uh that you've planted will grow that's amazing i think that is an excellent place to end this aperitif yeah. As we have wet people's appetite on cohabitation advice, um, <laughs> the uh, concept of joining the homonormative establishment as a radical <laughs> queer and uh, becoming a plant witch. So, on that, <laughs> cheers to a beautiful summer. We'll yes. see you with some TBTs coming up soon. And um, 
Boom. Boom. Toast. Toast. Take us out with some uh, credits. Okay. So, as always, please use the hashtag Cheers and Queers and pod in on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. I'm on Instagram break, but I'll be back. I love you. Um, I'm trying to understand how Twitter works still, but still talk to me. Um, <laughs> I love Twitter. <laughs> tell your friends. Um, tell your mama nam if mm. you're a mama nam or like tell your queer mama nam you know yeah. like your fairy god mom right. tell them about this podcast right. um, play in the hashtag meet some cuties tell us what you're drinking take pictures we love that yeah. um, obviously rate us on iTunes leave comments we love to hear from you and as we were saying earlier this helps people find us um, and we thoroughly enjoy having your five stars yes um, and the music in this episode, probably likely this short episode, may have featured some Beat Sedwell, Boomscat, um, Abel Shifara, and you can find them at BeatSedwell.com, Boomscat.com, and Abel be out here in these streets. And we are members of the Gifted Sounds Network, and this episode was produced by us, Ashoka Ankiria, with support from Lance, uh, Lance John, and edited by Jessel Hernandez. And thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Buy it to them. Hey, I don't. Okay, Lance, come press stop. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to do it. <laughs>